Welcome to First Presbyterian Church in North Palm Beach, Florida. We exist to help people pursue and share gospel-driven lives. We hope whether you're investigating faith, a seasoned follower of Jesus, and anywhere in between, this podcast helps you connect with Jesus. Happy New Year! We're going to have some fun today. So I thought we'd start off the new year with a bang. So I brought some dynamite. Um, So, but before I light it, before I light it, I want to read you a quote from Brendan Manning, one of my favorite authors. It's a beautiful quote. It really captures this time of year, and uh, it ignites us with hope. Let me read it to you. It's actually in your worship bulletin as well. The Abba of Jesus says, make ready for my Christ, whose smile like lightning, sets free the song of everlasting glory that now sleeps in your paper flesh like dynamite. So obviously when I read that stuff, my mind goes to weird places, and so I want to light things. So I'm going to light this. No, I can't light it. I want to. I want to, but obviously I can't because I'd be in a little bit of trouble. But if we went outside, we could light it later. So why dynamite? Why are you full of dynamite? Because of God's grace. God's hope, God's peace, God's mercy, you are full of dynamite, power, dunamis, this, this thing that exists in you. It's it, grace from, from Genesis to Revelation. We see this grace of God, these promises fulfilled, promises fulfilled. Grace is so abundant because it's about the victory of God, God's victory. So God is the publisher of grace. You know what God has done? God has published, he is publishing, and he will publish continually. You are a story. You're part of redemptive history. God is writing a story with your life. New chapters every day. New stories are unfolding. Stories told, stories shared, new chapters written. You guys are also God's song. So you have a story within you. It's God's grace. It's nothing that you've done or I've done. It's something that God's done. It's all about God. He's in the publishing business. He's the publisher. That's what he does. He tells great stories with our lives. But you know what? We don't know what tomorrow brings, do we? No, we don't. We may not know what tomorrow will bring, but we can know what we will bring into tomorrow. Let me say that again. We may not know what tomorrow will bring, but we do know what we will bring into tomorrow. It's God's victory, God's mercy, God's grace. It's abundant, unstoppable. So let's look at Isaiah, Isaiah 52. It really captures what Brendan Manning was talking about with his everlasting song of glory. So let me read to you Isaiah 52, 7 through 10, and then we'll spend some time unpacking it. We'll look at it together. We'll dig in a little bit. So Isaiah 52, verses 7 through 10. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see. 
the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together to singing, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has barred his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. If you look back to Isaiah 51.9, early on the Israelites are wondering where God is and and you see in Isaiah 51.9 it says, awake, awake, God, where are you? Are you lost? It it reminds me of, again, my mind goes to weird places, but um, it reminds me of a quote from Forrest Gump. And Forrest Gump is hanging out with Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan just has a really cool experience for Christ, a salvation experience. Grace invades Lieutenant Dan's life. And Lieutenant Dan says, Forrest, have you found Jesus yet? Forrest goes, I did not know that he was lost, Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) And he's not lost. Jesus is not lost. He's in the finding business. He's in the publishing business. And he's writing new chapters with all of our lives. Isaiah 52.1, God turns it. In the beginning of this chapter, he says, hey, how about you wake up? You see it there? If you look in, it's awake, awake. He says, wait a second, you're asking me to wake up? How about you wake up? How about you become aware of what I'm doing in your life? How about you jump in to the game? How about you get excited about participating in the redemptive history that I am unfolding before your eyes? So in verse 7, it says, beautiful feet. Feet are not beautiful. Well, Maybe Oliver's feet, right, Car? Little tiny feet. Baby's feet are beautiful. But the beautiful feet that this message is bringing are feet that are worn and calloused and dirty. But why are the feet beautiful? It's not because of what they look like. The feet are beautiful because of the message of salvation that they carry. So this messenger, as you see this, this story unfold, it's a song that Israel breaks into. This messenger brings this beautiful news. And in Romans uh, 10, 15, it picks it up. Paul says this in Romans 10, 15. He says, and how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach good news. What's the message? Our God reigns. He reigns today. He reigned reigned yesterday, he's reigning now, and he will reign. There's no stopping our God. He is victorious. He will continue to be victorious. From Isaiah 40 to 52, you know what we see? We see this anticipation of God's people for God to return. They're longing for his return. So Jerusalem is in ruins, and the watchmen are watching. And as the runner, the messenger, comes up over the hills, they're not sure if the message is going to be beautiful or not. They're not sure if he's going to raise a banner of victory or one of defeat. So they're waiting. They're waiting. And then the messenger comes over the hill singing this song of victory. And then the watchmen start to sing. They join the soloist. And this song breaks out. This song of God's victory. So the watchman sees the runner. He jumps in the song. The return, the return, he says. The Lord is victorious. God's divine hesed. Probably the closest word, that word hesed, in the Old Testament to grace that you can get. Hesed. It's God's grace 
and it's triumphed. God's grace has triumphed. The publisher is on the move. It's the advent of God. That is the cause of this outpouring of joy. God is with us. Emmanuel, and we need not be afraid any longer. It's a story full of cheer and abundant energy. Now in verse 9, as you follow through, the whole choir breaks into the song. I think of the Grinch who stole Christmas. And then the Who's, everything's taken. Everything, even the rare roast beast. Nothing left. Presents all taken. The feast is taken. And the Grinch is listening to the Who's in Whoville. And they break out in song. Fa who dores, da who dores, welcome Christmas. Okay, I'm not going to sing anymore. That's enough. So the who's break out in song. And what is it? It's a song of victory. It's a song of rejoicing. It's a song of grace. It doesn't matter that they don't have rare roast beast or gifts under the tree. They have each other. They have grace. And they break out in song. And in verse 10 says, one day the entire world will know of the victory of God. The entire world, the the welcome Christmas, will break into the second coming. Grace has come. It is coming, and it will come. The question is, will you let it in? Will you let it in? Recently, a buddy of mine um, texted me. He had gone to a concert, uh, a Bonnie Raitt concert, now, I don't know Bonnie Raitt that well, but I know that she, she composes some amazing songs, and the songs that she composes really tell a story, a deep story, a moving story. And um, I think this particular song won tons of awards. It's up for, like, one of the best songs of the year, I think, and it's called Just Like That. And I'm going to read the whole thing. It's powerful. It's a story of grace and loss and darkness and mercy. So you can follow along with me. I think we have it up. So just like that, by Bonnie Raitt. I watched him circle around the block. He finally stopped at mine. Took a while before he knocked, like all he had was time. Excuse me, ma'am, maybe you can help. The directions weren't so clear. I'm looking for Olivia Zand. They said I might find her here. I looked real hard and asked him what she's got he's looking for. He said, there's something I think she'd want to know. And I led him in the door. It's not like me to trust so quick. It caught me by surprise. But something about him gave me ease right there in his eyes. And just like that, your life can change. If I hadn't looked away, my boy might still be with me now. He'd be 25 today. No no knife can carve away the stain. No drink can drown regret. They say Jesus brings you peace and grace. Well, he ain't found me yet. He sat down and took a deeper breath. Then he looked into my face. I heard about the son you lost. How you left without a trace. I spent years just trying to find you so I could finally let you know It was your son's heart that saved me and a life you gave us both. And just like that, your life can change. 
Look what the angels send. I lay my head upon his chest and I was with my boy again. I spent so long in darkness, never thought the night would end. But somehow grace has found me and I had to let him in. Man, that song's captivating. Grace breaks through. The publisher publishes another story. So what is this, this thing called grace? What is it? And how do we let it in? I think first, it's a challenge, an encouragement to you, is to pause and pray. Find time to pause and pray. Become aware of God's deep presence in your life. Look into new ways of praying, deeper ways. Ask questions of those who you think have a deeper prayer life. Enter a deeper place of the pause. Second, develop spiritual friendships. It's the stuff of life. Find a girl, find a guy, and go deep with them. Develop a deeper connection. Talk about the things that matter. Open up your heart. Develop deep spiritual friendships. Another thought is trust that God, God is always working. He's always publishing. He never stops. Always, always, always. And then find out where he's working and join him. So I'm going to try to describe to you what this grace is. God's victory in Christ. Grace, it's extravagant. It's overwhelming. It's abundant. It's never-ending. It's irresistible. It's consuming. It's all-encompassing. It's calming. It's always present. It's life-changing. I wish I could describe it to you. It's undeserved. It's unfathomable. It's unrelenting. It's unhurried. It's unpredictable. It's unexplainable. It's, it's, it's unforgettable. It's undeniable. It's renewable. It's redefining. It's recharging. It's often rediscovered. It's transformative, transcending, precious. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's breathtaking. It's peace-giving. It's soothing. It's beyond comprehension. It's the reason for everything. I wish I could describe it to you. I'm trying. It's never early. It's never late. It's always on time. You can't figure it out, but you can't live without it. It's exactly what you need, but you often run from it. Often run from it. It's God's shalom, the impossible possibility. When experienced, it causes you to be heralds of hope, purveyors of peace, sirens of salvation, lovers of lavishers of love, jugglers of joy, the forces of darkness. They despise it. The angels rejoice in it. Disciples delve into it. Deniers get surprised by it. The wise can't suppress it. Jesus' birth announced it. His death secured it. His rising displayed it. And his second coming will explode it. I'm trying to describe it to you. I'm struggling here. Now that's a wrap. Let's publish that. Now I'm going to light my firework. No, just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. In the name of the Father, and in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for joining us at FPC. 
For more info and to connect with us, check out www.firstpresnpb.org.